Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz. Well, John, how's it going? Uh, been a good week. Been a good week so far. How about you? It, I love that it's coming to the weekend uh, just so I can t- t- theoretically relax. And then the other part of me is like, I don't know how I'm going to find the time to catch up on my work. I'm going to have to work. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's like, oh, it's the weekend. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to work the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Joy. But yeah. it's price of success. Yes. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes, it is. Like I tell people when they're like complaining about being busy, I said, "Well, you know, at least you're not bored looking for work." Yeah, it's 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 feast or famine, really how it works. And yeah, so I'm feasting. <laughs> um, so tonight or today? It's today. Uh, Depends on when they're listening. They could be listening at night. They could be, be listening during the day. Overnight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I wonder what's on at middle of the night. Usually, it's like the, the the jewelry shows and the the really cheesy uh, commercials and uh, what are those, those paid paid uh, shows. So, so you saying you want to do a, an SEO infomercial on late night TV? Yes, that's hard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I can crank up my radio voice. We can get Brasco in there, and we'll we'll set. Yeah. That would be awesome. Get some <laughs> cheesy videos. Some girl in a little short skirt that would like point at products. Yeah, this will be this will be rocking. <laughs> 
Check out this beautiful watch. <laughs> it's an SEO watch. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it tells okay, time in right. drank. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, you're such geeks. Okay, uh, so today we wanted to cover how social impacts traditional SEO, and uh, that was one of the questions that was brought up last week, and we didn't have a time to cover it then. So, yeah, uh, John, you've graciously put together the the whole setup for today. So why don't you lead off? All right. So so. One of the things I want to make sure that we kind of set the groundwork in the beginning of today's show is that social media can can it can reach its fingers out into many many different parts of of marketing of your website development and all things. So we're really going to tie, try to keep this as tight as possible on how social media really impacts you know what we consider traditional SEO efforts. And there's lots of different directions I think we could take it, but really, you know, we only have, you know, a half hour to an hour, whatever Brasco decides to give us, but we got to keep it kind of focused. So I'm just kind of hoping we do that. Um, So with that said, um, social media and SEO really tie in so tightly together in my mind that it's just, phenomenal i can't believe it happened that way and um if you think about the what i like to call the dynamic duo of seo content and links um and of course little side thing content is batman links are robin just so you know that's my opinion <laughs> agree yeah yeah um so if you think about it from those that perspective content and links and then you look at social media and there's really you can you can break social media up into two different kinds too you can do social media as it is on your site and social media off your site, just like content and links, on-site, off-site. And it ties in really, really tightly. Um, so I like to kind of break up, if we can, Ross, break up the show in those two sections, you know, on-site social media versus off-site social media. Okay, sounds good. There's certainly lots here, so it'll be a, it'll be a challenge fitting it in, but I think it's got some, you got some good points here. So um, first one on on-site social, uh, or Batman, a.k.a., uh, <laughs> is uh, number one is user-generated content. So, describe that. So, so just so we're all on the same page, user-generated content, really, it's exactly what it sounds. The users, the people that come to your site, can add content to your site, whether it be in the form of comments, tags, uploading media, creating their own pages, all that kind of stuff. They're adding content to your site. Um, and this is, to me, this is invaluable. And, and it's, it's all part of building a social community, a social you know, ability to people to add to your site in a community, you know, so you have on-site social media. Um, but what this user-generated content to me is, especially with comments and tagging, it really helps, um, A, comments are adding content to your site, very unique, most of the time very on target. So if you have a post or an article about something you allow people to comment, they're probably going to talk about what you wrote so that the content is going to be very tied in to the, the targeting of your page to begin with. Um, and it's going to be unique. No other site's going to have it. And it's really going to help, I think, you know, give some weight to those pages. Um, tagging helps you structure your site. So you let your users help structure your site in a, in a format or a, you know, a, what's the word I'm looking for, Ross? Um, uh, architecture, structure. Yeah, basically, it cat- it's kind of like a, a user-generated categories tagging is. So you, they can actually build in categories that you might not have thought of that, that your content fit in that you might be able to rank for then because now you have a tag page targeting that, that uh, category. 
So yeah, well, and and in, in the comments, you know, honestly, I think most of them will be. I like your site. It's so awesome, and and I think that uh, I would very much like to follow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so, all I get. Those so, 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 so in the notes of the show, we have comments spanning in the second section. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but um, realistically, I mean, there's been a lot of sites, especially if you have an active community on your site. People will engage you, engage each other in the comments of your content, and that that is invaluable. It really is. I mean, I've actually had sites where there was a lot of comments happening on the articles and posts and then the the client put in this new comment system that pretty much made the content unindexable so it wasn't being seen on the page and they lost rankings lost a lot of traffic and they put it back and they got their rankings and traffic back it it really adds a lot to to the the targeting and weight of the page yeah and even with the no follow tag i would say it does the same it's it's maybe no follows for people's links but the fact of the matter is the content is there, and it's adding value to your page. And you know, Google's frankly smart enough, and a lot of other algorithms are too, to see that this means your 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 um, your article has generated some buzz, and it's got interactivity. And that's another thing that says a lot. Now, one question you mentioned here, or one question is, you mentioned here tagging. So, yeah, you know, for me, the only thing I can think of when it comes to tagging is when I'm on Facebook and I tag an image. <laughs> So how do you mean they're tagging? Okay, so tagging, um, a really good example of tagging and one of the places which is really used a lot is, is um, WordPress. So if you, if you have a WordPress site, built into WordPress is a tagging system, and you can create tags. So let's say I write an article on um, this topic today, how social media impacts traditional SEO. I might put the tag um, social media, traditional SEO, you know, those would be two obvious tags for this or user generated content. So what happens if I write other articles that end up being tagged with that same thing, it generates a page on my site, a tag page on my site that's all about that topic. So any article that I that I tag with user generated content will show up on the list of articles as almost like its own little category page, but it's a tag page. And then you have a dedicated page to a targeted term that you might not have thought of that your users did. Okay. So I misinterpreted then because when you say user-generated content, it sounds like you're saying the users are coming there. They're obviously leaving comments. That's user-that's user-generated content. Right. Tagging but, is you doing that, not them. No, it would be them. You can you can allow in some cases like WordPress. You're right. A lot of times you tag the stuff you write, but there are many things like Delicious is a good example of that. You tag the stuff however you want to tag it. Gotcha. Okay. So bookmarking in a way. Kind of, but you can do it. You can do it on blog posts. You can allow people to do it, um, depending on which plugins you use. Those kind of things. It's possible to do it on your own site as well. Allow your okay. users to do that. Right. I haven't seen much of it around. I'm interested to see more of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, page creation profiles. I think that's a great example too, because you're looking at uh, a lot of people who want to be active on your site on a regular basis, and and it and there's it behooves them to have a link sort of set below their profile showing what they've done and how they've been commenting, and uh, and also, and the more they customize that, the more they stand out from the other commenters, and it becomes a bit of a calling card for them. Right, and plus, in some sites, and not usually with blogs, but in some sites where you have to register to become a member, um, and, but they incorporate social into their sites, you end up with your own profile page. Um, and I have a page for John Carcutt on this site, 
and I have a lot of options to put content on that page or it, it tracks what I do. Um, so let's say I comment on stuff or I submit a, submit a, some, some media of some kind, upload a video or something to this site, whatever it happens to be, all that stuff is tracked on my profile page. Now, um, I'm getting a good, I'm getting a lot of weight to my profile page because I'm participating in the site, and of course it'll link back to my profile page. That also means that all the stuff that is tracking on my site are getting linked back. So it's really strengthening your internal link structure from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, well, and that sort of leads us nicely into the next part, which was social buttons and user promoted <laughs> content. And and it's true. I mean, add this Facebook likes, dig, spin. Uh, you've got uh, stumbling. All those things are, are phenomenal, and and I think that having that on every single article, at least in the full page article, but I, I, I hate seeing it in the in the in the uh, just the abbreviated version. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I do um, too. Yeah, but it, it, if it's in the full article, that makes a lot of sense because people will pass along. Facebook likes are becoming more and more. That, yeah, that, that was a brilliant move on face, Facebook's part, just adding the likes because a lot of people are using that and a lot of people are leveraging it. So that was a great move. Yeah, I actually ran into a, a, an issue the other day where a client said that they didn't feel – they were schooled on this actually by a, a, a social media company uh, in Vancouver that they shouldn't put social icons on their site because it means people are going to leave it. I'm like, What? <laughs> what? Imagine I had something to say about that. <laughs> so so uh, my guess is this social media company about two years ago was a public relations company, a PR firm, and they figured, hey, let's just go online and do all our stuff in social media because that's the buzzword of the day. I don't know, but they got some pretty big gigs. Anyway, yeah. I don't – not particularly impressed with that. Anyway, so I've changed their mind. Uh, and you know, if, if they're really worried about people going off-site, then put things like the like button because it doesn't take them off-site. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. And, and most of them just have a pop-up, so it makes it work. Makes it makes a lot of sense. So uh, before we jump in, actually, let's do number three because then we can jump into off-site after this. After the break, um, okay? Yeah. So the, la- the, the one of the other things for on-site social is social feeds or streams. You, everybody's seen those sites you go to, and a little thing on the site that shows you the, the Twitter stream, um, you know, with the most recent tweets from that person's account, or or a list of, you know, based on a on a hashtag. These are people are talking about us on here. That's a way to automate content on your site. And there's not just, you know, Twitter's not the only one, dude. You can do that on a number of things. I think you can do to a degree with Facebook, but a lot of the social sites have that ability to put those those widgets or, or generated content on your site um, not all of them work from an SEO perspective because they're not all really indexable um, but I'll tell you what, the, the, the most interesting thing I found actually was the Twitter came out with a thing where you can post a individual tweet but instead of just like putting a link to it it actually puts the entire box just as it would appear on the Twitter site and the, the neat thing about that is that all the links in your on your Twitter account in Twitter are all no followed. But if you do that little box and post it on your site, that link now becomes followed. It's based on whatever your site does. So if you have followed links, you can now turn those Twitter links into follow links as well. Excellent. Now, one thing that I, I, I want to be really clear on in this area before we take a break here is that uh, these are all ideas on how to get your stuff socialized. But the optimization component is. Obviously, for user-generated content, people have to find you, so you're making sure your content is well um, optimized so that they can find you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about off-site social in a minute, which is getting people to the content uh, from social. But if you've optimized content 
they're not just going to come from social. They're going to come from search engines. Once they get there, you used social to further boost the visibility. It's it's so synergistic. It makes a lot of sense. That's great. Yep. You're right on. Okay. Well, let's take a break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about off-site social. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we're talking about on-site social, uh, the Batman to Robin. (laughs) (laughs) The Robin being off-site social. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. I was. I don't know. I think the the, the Batman and Robin thing. I was hoping we'd get like get into a fight on it because I was hoping he'd say no, no, content is Robin. But and I was like, no, Batman's Robin. But I, but it's it's it, you need them both to to beat the bad guys. So now that I might fight about. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, you don't need them both. All right. All right. Let, I never did much comics, so there, I can't really battle about it. I don't. That's true because you know Batman went through like three or four Robins, and he went through a big stint without any Robins. So you're so you're right. You know. <laughs> there you go. I didn't have to read any comics, and I already knew that. Yes. <laughs> it's all instinct. Uh-huh. Uh, well, let's get going here. Offsite social. So, why don't you take take it away? 
so so offsite just kind of a brief description is it's just leveraging all these hundreds and thousands and billions and millions of social media sites that pop up every day to your advantage for for traditional SEO and and like we said this offsite really is about finding ways to generate you know good quality targeted links to your content through social media um and there's really a number of ways that this this works um the first one on the list here is is seeding content so what we mean by seeding content is just like Ross just said you know a, a few minutes ago is if people are not finding your content it doesn't matter if you have all this social stuff on it um but you can use the social networks to seed your content push it out into your network say hey i just made this blog post or or Find some of your friends, show them your thing, and maybe one of them will tweet, hey, look at this great thing that Ross wrote. Um, really just getting it out there in front of people through social networks. And there's there's like three really basic ways to do that. I mean, there's a lot of them, but three that, that really are you know, top shelf ways. One is leveraging your social grid. Um, your social grid is everybody you're connected to and everybody they're connected to and everybody they're connected to. It's like you're the center of this big spider web and that's your grid that moves out. The, the, and that's why it's really important to have a really strong and if you're using it for marketing, a, a large social grid. So, I mean, you, it, but it has to be quality. You don't want to have tons of people that you have no idea what they do and most of them are bots anyway. You want to have really good quality people in your social grid so that when you do see your content, it goes to someone who can use it and, and help you to see it, see it even further. Yeah, and and the next one is content aggregators. So we're talking about Dig, Reddit, Slashdot. Um, these are all places where people get to vote up content. And, and you, to get in there, you just need someone to add you. Now, um, quite frankly, a lot of us, maybe I shouldn't admit this, but it's true, a lot of us just have friends. We say, hey, if you like this, please vote it up. Um, if you do, or just add it. And then I'll tell people about it, and then you know it, it, it sort of gets going. The key is don't just do it to stuff that's not good quality. Uh, I know one of the places in our industry is having an issue with that, and, and it's, it's common. A lot of people are just trying to help each other out, which is nice, but come on, mm-hmm. we want some good content out there. Um, it just doesn't do much for anyone's industry or anything if, if, it's, if it's garbage. So, but in this case, content aggregators are really powerful because each one of these different platforms, Dig and Reddit and Slashdot, all have – uh, phenomenally passionate users, and if they see something that's really good, you can get an explosion of of, of visuals. And uh, the optimization around it is making sure that things like the the title is both keyword well keyword written, but also um, has a viral aspect to it. It's a tricky thing to do. You want it to be something that someone's going to read and want to read, but also something that search engines can get the idea of what it is about. You don't want to do just making it something people want to read because the fact is if you put in something that doesn't make any sense in the title or it's kind of catchy, well, search engines don't understand that stuff. Um, so it, it's a fine it's a fine level. You mentioned that these sites have some really passionate users, and you're dead on. They're, they really do. The people that are, that are really you know into these sites are really into these sites, but that makes them very protective of these sites as well. So if you go in there and you start spamming or you start just, just pushing your own content and not really commute – Participating in the community, you will get you will get slammed down so hard so fast you don't know what hits you. So you, you really have to work these things careful, and you really have to 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 not try to spam them, not try to abuse them. You want to be an actual participant in the community to really leverage it to the best possible way. Yeah, uh, and then the next one uh, I believe is viral distribution. 
Yeah, that's that's kind of like the the like the linking equivalent of link bait. So it it doesn't happen often, and and you can really try to make it happen, and sometimes it happens without trying. But really, seeding content into the social space sometimes it's going to grab hold. It's going to catch the, the the public's eye or, or ear or whatever it is, and it's just going to go explode. And then that's you know it's it's rare for something like that to happen. You know if you think about how much content is produced and how many we really hear about going viral, it's a very 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 small percentage. Um, so it's not something you can count on, but it's definitely one of the effects of seeding content into social, without a doubt. One of the ones I despise, and it's it's used occasionally still which boggles my mind, is in our industry when someone writes and they think it's going to get all viral because of the name, SEO is dead. Like, oh, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah, it went viral once about five years ago, I think. <laughs> exactly. And, and it was enough to go, oh, whatever. But yeah. now, come on. <laughs> yeah. just doesn't. Yeah. It's very lowbrow in my opinion. But anyway, <laughs> anyone who's got a, a, a brain who's got a website knows that everything's optimized. It has to be optimized. It's yeah. just a basic thing. Yeah, anyway. I think the the one offshoot of the SEO dead one that was kind of funny was a couple of years ago. I think it was uh, SES San Jose. I think it was the last one in San Jose. Um, Jeremy Shoemaker, Shoe Money, was wearing a shirt all the time that says, I hate SEO. It was hilarious. Everybody was commenting on it. That was like an in-person, you know, everybody at the conference knew that Jeremy was wearing this shirt. It, it was like a little viral conference thing. So that was that was an interesting one. Yeah, wow, well, yeah. There's, there's another thing to do is to, to do something very controversial. That nothing, nothing gets more viral than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, at least I would bet on a percentage basis it does better than any other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, so uh, go ahead, go ahead, Ross. Well, number number two is direct link development, uh, the one we love all so much. Yeah. Um, you said URL shortener, so I want to kind of see where you're coming from on that. So, so a lot of people, and I think the the thing most people will be familiar with is Twitter in this case. So, when people put links into the Twitter center tweets, they usually use a URL shortener. Um, Bitly.com comes to mind, or Bitly comes to mind. Um, Bit.ly. Um, that's one of the default ones that Twitter uses. And if you use like Hootsuite or other tools, they have their own URL shorteners. Um, there's a lot of talk about how well these links work when they go directly to your site. How well do they work? Um, some of them are 301 redirects from the shortening service. Some of them are not. Some of them allow you to add um, keyword-rich stuff at the end of it to make it a little more relevant. Um, yes, they work sometimes. Sometimes they don't work at all. Like the the one – actually, the one coming out of Alley, unless they fix it recently. It's um, Or coming out of Hootsuite, which is called Alley. Uh, doesn't work very well at all, and I see so many people using that. Like, why are you doing that? But anyway, <laughs> so, I like this business. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I really, really like Hootsuite, but I would. I, that's probably one of the main reasons I wouldn't use it because if I want to get any link juice out of these links at all, I mean, it's not going to be as much as a regular link. But even if it's just a little bit, um, Hootsuite defaults and only lets you use Owly. Instead of saying, no, I want to use this one or this one or this one, and Ali is probably the, one of the worst ones as far as passing link juice and stuff. At least it used to be. I haven't looked at it in a while. Um, it seems like a simple fix for them to change that. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So why would you say that's direct link development? So there's – and there's actually been a uh, study done recently. Um, I think it's within the last month or so that 
if you put these URL shorteners in there, and if you um, put a link, let's say I have a Twitter link to your post about this show, Ross, and I put it in there, and I click on the link, um, does the link give me any link juice, right? Or, or I put the link in the tweet, does it give you any link juice? Well, the search engine, somebody did, did a, a really in-depth study, and it was actually quite, and I'll send, I'll send it out to you, Ross, and, and link if I can find it again um, to, to everybody. But basically, they did a study, and they found that after that link has been retweeted on Twitter three times, three times or more, it will actually start picking up and acting as a backlink in Google. So if you just put it out there and nobody retweets it, retweets it it's not going to do anything for it. But if you can get at least three retweets on it, it will actually act as a backlink. Now, it's not going to act as a super strong one because, A, it's a redirect. B, um, the page that it's sitting on is probably not going to have a lot of relevant content, so it's going to lose relevancy there. And your tweet is not going to be a huge, huge authority site or a huge authority page. Um, but it's a backlink. So it's it's not gonna if you and if you have hundreds of them they'll add up. So so I guess you meant literally direct link. Yeah, a little yeah. literally a direct. Link. <laughs> All right, I get it then. Okay, <laughs> there's something I was missing. Okay, no, that makes sense then. Okay, uh, and then the other one uh, in a in a really scary format is somewhat the same thing, which is comment spamming. <laughs> so, so we had to bring up comment spamming in this, of course. Of course. I mean, you, you brought it up in the last section. Yeah. <laughs> And it's true. I mean, there's a lot of people. And, and you know what? Some of them get away with it quite well. Even on my side, I'm like, you know, that's good enough. All right, fine. I'll add it. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, now these are people just going to articles and saying something and, and being somewhat participatory. And, and in exchange, they uh, they add uh, you know, their link and, uh, you know, apparently they get juice. Well, my links are all blocked in our comments. So they're not getting much out of that, um, that or anything out of that. But you know, there's a potential someone could click on it, whatever, I guess. Okay. The goal of comment spamming generally is to get the link, but in most proper WordPress installations that's being blocked. Um, a lot of times. And I'm not real sure I agree with the 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 whole thing where if it's no follow, it's not going to count anyway. I think it really depends on how active the community on the site is. So if you just if you just find some site out there, oh wait, and let's just back up. Comment spamming is not just blogs. So anywhere that you can leave a comment, you know, if you want to leave a comment on somebody's picture on Flickr or you know, you know a forum somewhere, I mean, it's just a comment in a site that allows you to comment. So so WordPress is a good example, Ross, because there's so many of those sites and they, most of them allow some type of commenting. Um, but if it's a really popular site, there's a big community, I think those comments have a much better chance and the links in those comments have a much better chance of having some sort of weight, even if they're no-followed, versus some made-for-adsense WordPress blog about mesothemiolia or whatever that crap is that pays $90 <laughs> a click. You know, <laughs> And if you put a comment in there, that one's – you're dead in the water. It's a waste of your time yeah so it's it, just like everything else in seo there's there's a white right way a wrong way and then there's a right site and a wrong site so yeah just gotta you gotta get the, the right ones connecting okay well we've got one more in the direct link development area we're going to do that right after this quick break seo 101 will be back right after recess If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. 
Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. The WordPress Community Podcast. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of Organic Search for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we're discussing, going back to my notes here, direct <laughs> link development. <laughs> um, and it was comment spamming just a second ago on how how much we love it. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, if you're trying to automate it, just turn your computer off, pick it up, go to the closest body of water and throw it in. Because <laughs> it's, it's a waste of your time and you don't deserve to own a computer. <laughs> and if you've been doing it for more than two months and you've been on my website, tie that computer to your ankle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <that> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, in social content, direct link development and social See, content. So, well, that's, so, a, that's genius. That's something I love doing. Oh, yeah. So if you're like if, – if, yeah. Go ahead. How do you do it, Ross? Well, I mean it's just a matter of crafting. Crafting your content around, um, around what you're trying to target. Um, uh, for example, if you, if you did some research and found out that um, – in my case, I found out that, say, uh, Victoria BC SEO is a – a popular phrase for me, and, and I don't have a very high ranking for it. Well, I could write a, a, an article around it. This is, and I, I, it doesn't even have to be super link bait, but let's say it turned into something where there was some discussion. Well, that becomes quite potent. At least this is how I'm interpreting what you're talking about here. Um, <laughs> so in social content, that becomes it's socialized. It's, it's getting out there. There's also other types of social content, not just a blog. There's interactivity on Facebook, you name it. Yeah. Um, Really, it's just it's targeting the content you're doing and putting links out there to that those areas, and you can build traffic and uh, visibility doing it that way. And then there's a lot of social media type sites out there that let you just create your own content. Um, Hub Pages comes to mind, Squidoo Lenses come to mind. So if you're 
participating in that. Oh, what's the other one? What's the one that allows you to, to publish documents? Docs, doc? Is that it? Mm. And so, there's posterous. There's yeah, there's, there's yeah, there's SlideShare. All these places where you can create content and post it on these social sites. That's a great place to put your links. You're creating the content. Put your links in your content. You know, um, if you're creating a hub page, if you're creating a Scudoo lens, if you're creating a, a PowerPoint presentation for SlideShare, a lot of that stuff, SlideShare is a great example. SlideShare will sometimes take your PowerPoint presentation and then, you know, it'll publish it up there in PowerPoint format, but then it'll also take the outline and the content and publish it below in a text format. So, and sometimes you can get your links to form up as links in that. So, there's a lot of ways to leverage places where you can build content online. Okay, so we're already past 30 minutes here. Um, what do you think? Can we? Uh, oh, I think we can get through the rest of this in like 10. Breska won't mind if we go a little over. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. We've got some good stuff here. We need to, we need to <laughs> spew it to the world. Yes, we'll just take over Webmaster Radio for a bit here. That's right. Um, <laughs> so the next part is indirect link support. Uh, Okay, I'll let you take that one quickly so I get the gist. <laughs> All right, so so from this perspective, if you're doing any kind of standard link building and there's there's different ways you can use social media to support your other activities in link building. So um, like if you're if you're building links in let's say Let's go back to social commenting or, or, or commenting in sites. Let's say you, you do a comment on a pretty active page. Um, most likely that page is going to get spidered relatively soon. Or maybe you come in a little bit late and it's already indexed and spidered, but, it, but you want to make sure that your comment gets indexed and spidered relatively fast. Try social bookmarking. So you can do social bookmark the page you just commented on to support that portion of your link building. Um, there's things like social stream sites. Um, FriendFeed is a very good example of that, where you plug in all your different social sites, and as you as you're seeding your links and you're, you're doing direct link development in all your social spaces, the the stream site like FriendFeed will aggregate all that stuff together from all your different socials, publish it yet again. You have a whole other social community there that's going to grab hold, and so you're you're supporting your other link development activities through social media. Does that make sense, Ross? It does. Does it, it's uh, it's it's yet another level of of thinking when you're doing social media, and, and it's probably enough to give people headaches, frankly, because <laughs> media is already complex enough for many of my clients, and, and understandably, because it's it's kind of a jungle. I, I have an almost empty giant bottle of aspirin in my desk, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. I've got one nearby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. In that, there's social network network distribution, retweets on Twitter, and shares on networks. Um, I guess you kind of t- covered that a bit. You know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, retweeting helps helps that. But like shares on networks is a really good thing too. So let's let's say um, Facebook is a good example of that. When you 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 share some of your content with other people in your network, and if that content happens to be direct link development, you're you're using your social network to support your other link building activities. Or if, if you have, let's say you built one of those um, um, hub pages and you share that hub page with your network, so you're using your social network to help support your other link building activities. 
yeah, it's particularly good for things like Squidoo as well. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or let's say another example of straight link building. It has nothing to do with social. So let's say you do a, a guest post on somebody's uh, blog. Okay. Let's say you get a somebody interviews you, or you do a a uh, you have a really radio good, show. A radio <laughs> show. You you have a really good link in a spot, and all you have to do is use your social network to you know promote that page. Whether it's not necessarily your link, but you're promoting that page. For them through your social network, you have the ability to maybe gain strength, gain some some authority to that page by other people talking about it and linking to it from your network. That gives that your link on that page more strength and relevancy too. Excellent. And, and we talked about social bookmarking. Um, you know, that's again, like you said, you can bookmark when you have commented. You can also. Um, bookmark any any uh, uh, I love doing this going out if someone has written about you or even mentioned you or perhaps even better linked to you bookmark it uh, get that page popping you know yeah. um, and social stream sites I believe I'm sort of you're thinking Facebook along here no so, uh, that, that's that's more like the friend feed kind of thing you know? okay. so where you're put you're tying all of your social your, your social grid or your social sites and profiles together to, to create one stream of, of social consciousness, so to speak, of your, of oh, your stuff. It's your buzzword. I would have yeah. said social aggregation. Uh, <laughs> that's good, too. <laughs> but, we, but we used content aggregator before, so I had to change it up some. You know? Oh, okay. okay. I got you. Um, so all of these things help you reinforce content that you've already optimized and also uh, – each one of them serves uh, your further uh, – it's interesting how many levels there are here uh, – your further efforts to get people to your site, which is already optimized by um, using these social platforms, using these social methods. So they really do connect, and uh, the dynamic duo of SEO is very good. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> it's well put. <laughs> nice. So real, real quick, though, I know I know we're, we've got to close up soon, but we did when we were putting this together. I put on our Facebook page that this is the topic of the next show, and asked if anybody wanted to say anything. We had somebody ask a question. I like because I think we've talked about the answer, but I'd like to just call it out and and because I want people to participate and give us questions, so I want to make sure they get recognized. So um, Cameron Miller hit our Facebook page and asked us, "How does social media factor into long-term link strategies, and how is it managed in a scalable and effective way?" Mm. Um, and that's a great question, and I think the the second portion of our uh, whole the offsite social portion really ties into what you're talking about there, Cameron. Um, you you have to think about all these different ways to utilize social to create links, to seed links, and to support links. And when you when you're thinking about your long term strategies, make sure that those kind of things are are included without a doubt. Um, managing in a scale effective way. That one is <laughs> that's a good question, and it's a it's it's rough. It really is because these social network sites are changing all the time. There's new ones coming up, um, old ones dropping off. Anybody have a MySpace page anymore? No, I don't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so so you just have to stay on it. You have to you have to build yourself, you know, a routine as far as how to manage this stuff. And All I say, yeah, in, in, in that regard, I, I, it's a question, I'm, I'm sure like you, John, I get asked that all the time. And I mean, really, it's the core, core question. It's the same question I get all the time about blogs. How can I keep up? How can I really do this and make it worthwhile? If I need to do two a week or one a week or whatever, how can I possibly keep up? I'm already busy. This is the CEO is talking or whatever. And, and the, the fact is, 
you have to plan it. It doesn't have to be – you're not writing books here um, if you're doing a blog. Um, if you're uh, just going and getting – participating in Twitter, uh, you don't have to be there all the time. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, it's something that you can, you can be involved in. You should be participatory. If someone says something, be active. Talk back. You know, get, get back and talk with them and don't ignore. It's just you can make this work. It's just that you're going to have to stick to it. Yep. Um, it's easy to fall off the wagon. And you know, that's a good comparison of blogs and, and something that I mention to people when we're talking about blogs is build yourself a publishing calendar. You know, build a calendar of you know, topic ideas for the next month and pick a day that I'm going to publish. You can do the same thing with social media. Build yourself a, a social calendar just to make sure that if you've got so many different profiles, so many different things you're trying to work, build this calendar so you know, well, I did this and this two days ago, I'm, I need to do this and this now. So you don't forget. It really just helps you keep it organized. Yeah. And one of the things I like doing, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be very efficient with my time because it's getting more and more packed. As I'm sure a lot of us can uh, agree with, it gets like that. Um, in any case, um, if I think of an idea and I'm at my office for an article, I go in right into WordPress immediately and I put in the name and then save it as a draft. Mm-hmm. That way I can always go back and think, ah, right. And if there's a link tied to it, I can always drop that into the content so I can go and look at the link and then write about that article or concept. Another thing I do is I keep a, 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 a micro recorder with me everywhere I go. That's a bit compulsive, I suppose, but usually our ideas come to us when we're not at work. And uh, I love capturing them then. I get some of my best ideas then. Very true. I, I get a lot of stuff in the shower, but just TMI, I guess. <laughs> but, but 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 then then your your tactic won't work for me because I can't unless you have a waterproof voice recorder, I guess maybe. <laughs> then how are you going to hear me over the shower? I don't know. It's a whole mess. Yeah, got to record the whole shower, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or put it on voice activation. There you go. Oh yeah, that'd be real good. <laughs> and, and, you'll, and you'll pick me up singing "Come Sail Away" like Cartman and. <laughs> Oh, that's scary. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Cameron, we hope we helped you. <laughs> um, a, you know, very actionable recommendations. There's a ton of articles online about how to, to make uh, social media work for you in terms of planning and timing and, and creating schedules. So do some checking online. I wish we could spend a little more time on it. In fact, maybe we can even think of a half show and just – tips on doing that because we both have to struggle with it quite often Definitely. you know what we could do let's let's invite the listeners to send in their tips and maybe we can read a bunch of them off on a half show if we get if we get enough of them my friend you're a genius yeah i know yeah. i mean uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks <laughs> yes. please everyone send in your tips we'd love to know and uh you know I, john probably already knows all the answers but you know we'll get it in <laughs> no, i do not know all the answers that's uh, I, I tell people everybody i work with that that if, if i'm not learning something new today then then kick me because i need to because there's so much more to learn than this stuff out there and it changes so frequently amen we're just practicing this we're no yeah we just happen to be on cutting edge as often as we can <laughs> yes well thank you everyone for joining us today I know it's an extra long show I hope you got lots out of it thank you John for putting us together it's it was fun yeah. uh, maybe you can do next week now <laughs> <laughs> alright so uh, on behalf of myself Ross Dunn CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing and John Carcutt SEO Manager for oh oh sorry nice. search for MediaWiz I gotta change that <laughs> 
Uh, my Twitter idea is well, thank you for being here. That's what I was getting at. Yes. <laughs> my Twitter idea is at Ross Dunn and John. I'm at John Carcutt. Yeah. So thank you for joining us today on SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. We hope you tune in for our next show uh, next week. And we're on 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday. Excellent. Thanks for listening, everybody.